Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Another Brother Podcast. We're joined here by a special guest today, my friend Sarah Gill. And today we're going to be doing another fun episode where um, Andrew has prepared a couple trivia quizzes for us, um, and Sarah and I will be facing off to see who's the smarter person, smarter brother this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, you're a brother for this episode. Smarter brother, I like that. Honorary brother. Yeah, so we're going to go into... A phobia quiz. I'm going to be making up phobias with a name and description, also along with real phobias and real descriptions. And Sarah and Nathaniel are going to be guessing which one they think is real and which ones are fake. Uh, We'll also be doing a quick, are you smarter than a fifth grader questions. And lastly, we'll finish it off with some Taylor Swift trivia because Nathaniel and Sarah are both very big Taylor Swift fans. That's right. Let's go. All right, let's get it started. Okay, so for this first quiz, Sarah and Nathaniel will be working together for the phobia quiz. Uh, They'll be bouncing ideas off each other to figure out which ones they think are real and which ones are fake. And I apologize in advance if I am not pronouncing these names correctly, because some of them are very long and obviously I've never heard of them before. So here we go. The first one, arachibitirophobia. Arachibitirophobia. Fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. I feel like the fact that he couldn't pronounce it means that he didn't it's make it up. It's probably real, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But maybe I just... Us here. Yeah, maybe Unless I just strung like, some letters together. Yeah, or maybe he's trying to reverse psychology us and just feel like, oh, we think that, so then we get it wrong. Maybe. But I also feel like getting peanut butter stuck at the top, the roof of your mouth is, is a real problem. Like... I don't know. I if think you that's guys a real phobia. I just don't know if that's the. I don't know if that's the name for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't. What was it? Arachna, but what was it? Arachnobotyro. Here, you know what? <laughs> I am going to send the spelling because in the chat. Yeah, but you guys can't Google it. I just don't know how to pronounce this. So arachnobotyrophobia. Here we go. I'm gonna. I, I think it's true because like in in French. Uh, peanut is arachid, so arachid like. Uh, okay. Yeah, maybe it's arachibotyrophobia. Arachibotyrophobia, arach arachibotyrophobia. I think it's true. I'm gonna go with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Final answer. Final answer. It's true. It's a final real answer. It's true. It is true. You're right. I'm a genius. Usually stems from traumatic incidents with peanut butter, such as choking or being allergic to it. But I feel like it's very specific when they said sticking to the roof of your yeah, mouth. Yeah, sticking to so. the roof of your mouth. That seems like, like not just fear of peanut butter in general. It's just fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. Maybe yeah. they just really hate peanut butter. They don't want it in their mouth for that long. Or I mean, if you're allergic, I guess you'd be kind of scared if the thing that you're allergic to is stuck to the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seems a little silly still, but. All right. You guys are one for one. Next one. Nomophobia. Fear of being without your mobile phone. No. No (laughs) Nomophobia. Yeah, exactly. Nomophobia. No. No. I feel like. So there's definitely a fear. I think of being I think it's a real your, your yeah. I think it's a real phobia. I, I just said I don't think that's what it's called for the last one, but I really don't think. Nomo. Nomo. Nomophobia. That just seems like such a fake thing. Nomo. 
instead of a homophobe, you'd be a nomophobe. Homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> a nomophobe sounds like you're a fear of names. Like from again, the French name is non, so like nomophobe, you'd be like a fear of of names. Nomophobe. But I have a feeling that okay, I don't know if Andrew like grouped them together or or purposefully didn't like mismatch the names to the, the phobias or he just making up like phobias in general if that made any sense i don't know if I'm. oh like if he took the name of one and then put it with a different yeah. meaning mm-hmm. mm. but i'm gonna say i gotta say no i gotta say no okay sure I'll, I'll go i'll go with you on this one final answer you guys think is fake yeah yeah it is again true really? it is a real phobia and that is a real name when did they come up with that name to nomophobia? I don't know, but someone with a sense of humor came up with it for sure. <laughs> yeah. It says this rare phobia often stems from a person having a cell phone addiction. People with this phobia may obsessively check their phones throughout the day and worry they will miss out on contact with loved ones. Generally so it's classified like, it's as like a FOMO. rare phobia. Yeah, I guess. Really? I feel like it wouldn't be that rare because I feel like... Uh, everybody's yeah. addicted to their phones these days yeah yeah but even just like the fear of like not having contact right the fear of like being yeah. isolated i feel like the threshold for being addicted to your phones is probably so high because most people are <laughs> yeah so when they say addicted they mean like physically can't be with like without it for like two seconds mm-hmm. it's gotta be yeah especially with a name like that yeah maybe i'm a nomophobe anyway what's the next one the next one is a blutophobia Fear of bathing. So that's definitely a phobia. I saw it. I saw what? I saw. Wait, is it fear of like, like cleaning yourself in general or baths specifically? That's so weird. I can't give you any more information. Okay. What is going to be again? (laughs) A blutophobia. I will send it in the chat for spelling. But I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing this one correctly. Because that definitely is a phobia. I just don't know what it's called. But I did see a TikTok about it recently. So I know. Who's scared of cleaning themselves? Well, because it stems from trauma, usually. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. People have weird phobias. They must smell disgusting. Yeah. Uh, a blue... A blutophobia. A I'm gonna say it's... I'm gonna say it's real. You think? Yeah. Okay. C- just because you said you saw it on TikTok. It's a real phobia. I just don't know if that's what it's called. I don't know. I, I think, I think it's true. Word, yeah. As soon as there's a word I can't read, I skip past it, so... <laughs> You know? <laughs> I say true. Yeah, I'll follow that. The answer is true. A blutophobia nice. is a fear of bathing, washing, or cleaning oneself. This phobia mo- most often occurs in children and resolves with age, but can still be present in adults. Mm. I know kids don't want to like shower and stuff like that, but I don't know. Like, see, some of the- sometimes they call these phobias a fear of something, but really, it's just like oh, I don't want to shower because, like, it's not fun and I'd rather be playing games or something like that. There's got to be like, a difference, I feel like that's though. what kids are doing. Yeah, there's got to be a difference. Like, I'm sure there's a line. Because, like, if you were diagnosed with this, like, it would have had to be, like, a serious issue, right? Yeah, I guess. Because little Johnny saying, no, mom, I'm not getting in the bath, I think is probably a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I want to keep playing video games. No, Johnny, <laughs> you have a blutophobia and you need to address that head on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Catanophobia, fear of board games. Fear of... No way. That's fake. There's not a chance. Because 
sure fear of board games might be a thing but it's not called katanophobia there's no way andrew just saw that he had katan in his room and he's just like oh i'm gonna make one about katan trying to think up a name looking around the room to try and find one yeah final answer that's fake yeah yep. fake fake very fake yep yep <laughs> that's exactly my thought process but i was thinking like katan's a pretty popular board game it could it could fly not in here. We got some big brains in here today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, our brains are too wrinkly. Too wrinkly. All right. Next one is papaphobia, and it's fear of the Pope. Oh, I thought it was fear of your dad. <laughs> fear of the Pope. Papa. Um, papaphobia. I I could say that I I think that's real, and oh, I think fuck. fear of the Pope could be a real thing because you think that like the Pope is like second only to like God or something, isn't he? So he could. If he doesn't like you, maybe that means you don't go to heaven. Religious trauma. Yeah, I don't know if any of what I just said is true because I'm I don't think I don't religious. think it'd be called that though. <laughs> Papa Well, okay, because doesn't Pope mean like the Father? So um, not. A, I'm so, gonna be honest. Not a clue. <laughs> so like Papa and Pope is not that different. I don't know. I have a feeling all these all these like Catholics are just like laughing at us. hundred percent. For not 100%. knowing. There's one in the room laughing at me right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's real. I disagree. We'll go separate okay. on this one. I disagree. Ooh, okay. It is real. Really? Papaphobia it's called papaphobia? Is the of the Pope. Yep. Yeah, papaphobia. Jeez. I don't really have the background on that one. See, the reason I knew that Pope was meant like the father or something was from a very illegitimate source it was like again tiktok it was like some um it was some it was another podcast actually like i think it was joe sanagato and he was talking with like his friend i want to say his friend's name is george or something i don't know but they were talking about the religious hierarchy they called the pope like like the father or something or like it was in a funnier way maybe they called him papa but, and that stuck to you, and you said, "Yeah, oh, exactly." Papaphobia. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not fear of fathers in general, but it's fear of the father. The father, the true yeah. father. Okay. I'll take the L on that. That's fine. <laughs> Maybe I have papaphobia. <laughs> okay. The next one is lipophobia, fear of becoming fat. Oh, I think that could be real. Lipophobia. Yeah. Like liposuction. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's real. They call that anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) That is real. Yep. Lipids, lipo, fat. Yep. Fear of becoming fat. Next one is xerophobia. Fear of losing everything. Xerophobia. Hmm. I feel like it wouldn't be called xerophobia. All these names, and maybe it's just because the first couple sounded like so just like... Yeah, don't they normally... They sound more like science. Legit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they take like the roots of the word and like. Yeah. They don't just be like, like zero. More, like it's more ling- linguistically <laughs> based, right? It's more like it has like I don't know. It's something about etymology. They're not coming to hear like katanophobia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or zerophobia. Nomophobia got like that got me. That got me. Um, I'm gonna say it's fake because it. Sh- I don't think it would be called zerophobia. Zerophobia. Actually, okay, you go fake, I'll go real. Now I kind of want to go real. 
But I'll stick to I'll stick to what my initial okay. guess. I'll okay. say fake. But I'm, now I think it's real. All right. So I don't know what your final answer. Oh, I'm gonna go real. I'm gonna go real. Okay. I'm gonna say fake. Okay. It is fake. Zero phobia is not the fear of losing everything. I actually just made that up. But I was inspired by. I think it's still pronounced zero phobia, but it is with an X instead of a Z, and it's basically mm. getting trapped in a desert and losing everything. Oh. Oh, interesting. Specifically, a desert though. Close enough. Specifically, a desert. Yeah. We'll, we'll I thought. Sees all that. I. <laughs> Specifically, right. the desert though. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought zero phobia with an X might be like fear of Xerox? printers or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next one. I think I'm pronouncing this right. Genophobia, fear of knees and kneeling. So in French. Paste that in the chat. Paste that in the chat. Genou yeah. means means knee in French. Beautiful. Does Andrew know enough Je... French to make that up? I don't know. I feel like maybe he just googled a French word. Oh, but that's not how you spell uh, genou. Genou, oh. genou, phobia, genou, genou. I'm gonna say it's real. I'm gonna say it's real. I'll follow you. I don't know French. Fortunately. That is correct. It is real. And yeah, I th that, that's the reason why I thought it was pronounced genou phobia because genou is French for knees. Yeah. Geniophobia or geniophobia? Yeah, Genophobia. All right, this next one is. I think there's only been one fake one. No, two. There's been two because right? I got them both wrong. Okay. Excelling here today. <laughs> the next one is superciliumnophobia. And its description? Oh, sorry. <laughs> fear <laughs> fear yes. of losing your eyebrows. Super cilium. Super cilium. Um, I think that's real. I feel like cilia have to do with the eyes. I'm not sure, but I feel like it does. And super means above. So above your eyes would be your eyebrows. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to say it's real. It is fake. Ah, crap. Yeah. I don't know what inspired me to come up with fear of losing your eyebrows, but then I'm like, <laughs> all right, let's look up a Latin word for eyebrows. And I think it was super cilium. And then I just put oh, no phobia. after supercilium. Supercilium no phobia. Oh, yeah. that sounded legit. Good there job go. on that one. Thanks. Put in effort. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this next one is... But how do we know the, the phobias you made up aren't Our legit phobias <laughs> and you just stumbled on, on something real by accident? I mean, I highly doubt that, but it's possible. Okay. Anatidiphobia is the fear of being watched by a duck. Oh, I know this one. This one's true. Is it? Yeah, I've heard this on the internet before. The fear of being... Wherever you are, there's there's a duck that's constantly watching you. It's it's true. Trust me on this one. Wow. Because everything you hear on the internet's true, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. he got it off the internet, too. That's so. facts. That's facts. Okay, yeah, true. Let's go. All right, it is true. Very odd fear. If it didn't have such a, a real sounding name and you didn't hear it online, you'd have to think that's fake. But... <laughs> yeah. Another day phobia. Another day phobia. Another day, another dollar. Phobia. Another day, another duck. <laughs> another day, another duck. Okay, this next one is pteridophobia. Pteridophobia. Fear of dinosaurs, particularly pterodactyls. Well, they don't got nothing to worry about then. Because 
Is that how you I spell don't... pterodactyl too? Yeah, PT. I think so. It, it's no definitely googling, a PT, but you can't Google it. Yeah, no, that's how you spell it. But I don't know if, like, I feel like this would be such an easy one to fake, right? You just take the tarot from pterodactyl and then just plop it in there in front of phobia. Yeah, but who's sitting there thinking up? Hmm, you know what? I'm gonna make up a fake. Andrew, phobia, and it's gonna be it's gonna be with pterodactyls. That's Andrew. I'm gonna say nah, fake. I'll say I'll say real. I'll say real. Simply because you're gonna say fake. Okay. It is drum roll fake. Yeah, there you go. Hey, is, let's go. It is a real name, but I changed oh. what the fear is. It's actually the fear of ferns, like the plant, which oh, is really weird. Oh, I have that. I Interesting. Think. They like freak <laughs> me out. As like a like plant, describe it. Like. You know what a fern looks like, right? Yeah. Okay. Just the way that they, like, their little leaves stick out and, like, the pattern they're in. I don't, I just don't like it. And the way they mm. feel, it's just, so you, it freaks me out. So you definitely have teratophobia. Maybe I do. And, like, yeah, I'm a plant person, too. Like, I have quite the collection. But the ferns just, I can't. Like, just looking at them, being around them, hmm. I'm not a fan. There you go. There we Any... go. Anybody looking to give Sarah a plant as a gift, don't get her a fern. Clearly. Learn something new every day. <laughs> Teratophobia. Exactly. Okay, so this next one is called Pantheraphobia, and it's fear of your mother-in-law. Wait, say the name again? Pantheraphobia. Pantheraphobia. Panthera. No. Fear of your mother-in-law is absolutely a thing, though. 100%. I, j- I don't think that's what it's called, though. I say that about all of them, but <laughs> I feel like ugh, it'd have to have a better name, right? Panthera. I feel like it has to do with panthers. Fear of Because like, it says panthera. Pantheraphobia. I'm going to say... Fake. I'm going uh, gonna to say true, then. Okay. I'm going to be wrong again. I've been wrong every time we've gone separate directions. <laughs> it is real. Yeah, there you go. Hey, let's go. <laughs> It's definitely a real phobia, like... You just think it needs a better name? I think it needs a better name. There's a 100% chance I'm gonna have a phobia of my mother-in-law, too, and I don't want to be a pantheraphobe. That doesn't sound... But you're fine being a teratophobe and a nomophobe? A paratophobe, yep, and a a nomophobe. Yeah. Nomophobe needs needs a better name. It does. That just sounds too... I don't know, like, a fifth grader wrote it. Yeah, I think that one has the best name of them all. It's easy, it's easy. Yeah. Okay. Next one is phobophobia, and it fear is the fe- is the fear of fear itself. Oh, I think that's I true. Have... <laughs> phobophobia. Phobophobia. I think that's true. Phobophobia. No, he'd have to have a different name. There's no way. There's no. no way. I think that's one hundred percent true. You think so? Yeah. Okay, I'll agree with you just because I've been wrong every time we've disagreed. <laughs> it is true. It's true. It's called phobophobia. Phobophobia is the fear of fear itself. It can lead to anxiety attacks and what some researchers describe as free-floating anxiety. Basically, these people are so hyper-aware of the ways becoming afraid will affect them that they struggle to function out of fear that they'll experience fear. Anxiety. And a lot of it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, relatable. debilitating. But yeah, like, I feel like sometimes these phobias have, like, these really, or kind of, like, punny. Like, there's a, there's a phobia. I think it's called, like, ipophobia or something. And it's a palindrome. And it means the fear of palindromes. Hmm. 
well the fear of long words is a really really long word yeah it's like i've um, seen that one <laughs> like i don't know i can't remember I, I used to know it but it's it's super long i think it's like hippopotamonstrosis crypidalia phobia or something sounds right i think sounds it starts long. with hippo <laughs> yeah okay next one is lostophobia fear of navigating without google maps no that's google funny. maps specifically lostophobia <laughs> And yeah, specifically Google Maps. It's not just like any, like, it's That's not just like, says. if you have... They pull up Apple Maps and they're like, this will not do. I have yeah. lost a phobia, I actually can't. <laughs> they have, they have ways and they're just like, no, it's not Google Maps. I'm terrified. <laughs> no, that's fake for sure. It is fake, but I do have lost a phobia. <laughs> I, I can't you need Google live Maps life without Google Maps. Yeah. Honestly, same. I think you're better than I am though. I remember before you left to Calgary, you were like, I was able to get home without a map today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in Toronto or? Like coming home from like Mississauga or something. Oh, okay. In yeah. Toronto, yeah. But honestly, GTA, I think is so hard. I think Calgary makes a lot more sense just because of the avenues and streets are like numbered and they're incrementing as, as you go certain directions, so. I think the Kitchener-Waterloo region is very hard because none of the roads go any consistent direction. They're always, mm. like, turning. Yeah. yeah. Why do they run perpendicular to each other when they're the same road? Yeah. Like, um, what? <laughs> it's so dumb because I remember, like, just down the street here, there's two roads that come together as on a T. And then instead of, like, the road that's going one direction being called like road a and the road that's going the other direction being called road b road a goes in an l shape and then road b just starts in like in the middle yeah of road a basically because it's so dumb you know whoever designed this is a direct call out to the city planner of the um tri-city area waterloo kitchener cambridge um your trash at your job because the amount of, I don't know what kind of traffic circle shit you were on, but that's ridiculous. The just organization is horrible. Yeah. In my personal opinion. And all the roads, it's not a grid system like how no. most cities are. It's like the roads just go whichever direction they feel yeah. like going in. So it's like they'll be going east, west, and like for a few kilometers, then they'll suddenly decide to turn and then uh, go go north south and then they decide to turn back around yeah it's so no dumb. sense no sense and then try taking a bus try taking a bus on all these streets that don't run in a pattern of any sort yeah no. yeah so like i think in those kinds of cities you need to like memorize how things go yeah it's just like it's hard to figure out but if it's a grid and like numbers you can figure it out without never having been to that specific location yeah that's what i like Anyway, yeah, definitely have fear of navigating without Google Maps, especially to new places. Next one is ergophobia, fear of work. I have that. Yeah, everyone's got <laughs> <Same>. that. <laughs> ergophobia. I think that's true. Like I, I recently found out the other day that erg is a unit of work in physics. So. Okay, really? so yes then. Yeah, I'm going to say it's true. It is true, yep. I was thinking like ergonomic, but mm -hmm. like me too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the root of the word. Anyway, um, the, the thing next is one... all over the roots today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's got it all. I never the knew French. I was so good He's at linguistics. It, right? 
He's got his Latin dictionary out right now. Yeah, exactly. It's actually open yeah. on another screen. You mm. cheater. <laughs> uh, next one is Tathophobia. I will send the spelling in the chat. Tathophobia, which is the fear of being buried alive. Definitely a real phobia. Yeah. Tathophobia. Uh, for sure. That sounds terrifying. That does sound um, terrifying. This is like a whole genre of like Criminal Minds episodes, it feels like. You know, yeah. where like the therapist is like, I'll help you, I promise. We're just pretend to bury you alive and work through it. And then they kill them. Yeah, you know? CSI, I think is entertaining. It's a good show, but you can't watch CSI alone at night. You just can't. Wait, did she it's say unhealthy. CSI or did she say Criminal Minds? I said Criminal Minds, oh, but sorry. it's the same. It's the same. Sorry. No, stuff. I meant Criminal Minds. I meant Criminal Minds, though. That one's the... That one's a messed up one, I think. I think they're all, like, I don't know. It's just, like, the vibes, you know? You're like, oh, entertaining, and then you're freaked out as soon as the lights are out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're, like, well-directed. It's very interesting and engaging, mm-hmm. but definitely not one to watch alone at night. A little freaky. A little freaky-deaky. Um, I'm going to say taphophobia. I have no idea what tapho means, but I'm going to say it's true. Me too. You are correct. Taphophobia is the fear of being buried alive. Research suggests it arose and probably peaked during the 1700s at a time when the plague was rampant and people feared doctors or medical professionals would mistakenly pronounce them dead. Taphophobia was such a phenomenon that escapable safety coffins were a thing and corpses were often stored for long periods before burial to ensure they wouldn't wake up. Pretty sure that's why they have bells Dude. I was gonna yeah. say, didn't they used to like saved string bell. bells in there somehow so you could ring the bell if you Oh, saved by yeah. the bell, right, yeah. Woke yeah. up. That would yeah. be creepy, eh? Like, imagine being the that person on like graveyard shift. The graveyard shift? Yeah, yeah, literally graveyard <laughs> oh shift. God. All you hear is all and the you dinging, and you're like, ding? oh. oh my gotta god. Gotta go. That'd be scary. Gotta go dig mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, I, I, I remember reading like a, like a horror story or something. It was like this person is working the graveyard shift at a graveyard and there's he, he sees like a bell ringing and he sees so a bell ringing like, he doesn't hear the bell ringing or like he hears the <laughs> bell ringing or whatever and then he goes up to the the tombstone and the person has been dead for 10 years and then he's just like no. nope never mind i'm, I'm walking away <laughs> all right <laughs> buddy, immediately leaving now. you there <laughs> see ya. Yep. immediately now yeah i feel like 10 years um i think the cutoff was well before well before 10 years um i wasn't really keeping score but uh nathaniel won that's okay we were supposed to be working working together together. (laughs) yeah Yeah, we're working together so we collectively won you guys both get participation ribbons woohoo i love that be sure to tell my mom i think we got most of them right though there were only like three we we definitely got most of them right there was four that were made up okay four all right it was a little bit hard to come up with real sounding ones no, yeah, Catanophobia. that's understandable. Catanophobia. Catanophobia. Yeah. All right. Do you guys think you are smarter than a fifth grader? Uh, I hope so, but honestly, probably not. <sighs> we'll see. All right. Well, we got nine questions to figure it out. So here we are actually going to be competing. And whoever says the word domino first gets to say the answer. And if that person gets it wrong, then it passes to the next. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, What's the good. category? Just general fifth grader knowledge? or Just general fifth grade knowledge. 
Okay. Okay. You guys ready? I'm ready. As will ever be. Okay. Question number one. Out of the following fractions, which is the greatest? Three over twenty, three over nine, or three over five? Domino. Domino. Nathaniel. Three over five is the greatest. Correct. Number two. I knew that too. <laughs> Question number two. Can you pick the antonym of the word tame? No. <laughs> oh, is it multiple choice or? Sorry, no, you just. It's not a pick. You just have it's to just, know what the antonym think of it is. Oh, okay. uh, which I did at one point. But domino. Um, wild? Correct. Antonym oh, it's the anti synonym. It's the opposite, yeah. yeah. Sounds like an animal, though. Like an antelope. An antonym. An antonym. An I guess. Where do you live? An antonym. Question number three. Which language is the most widely spoken in South America? Domino? Ooh, I think Nathaniel got that again. I'm going to say Spanish. Correct. Let's go. Okay. It's three nothing, Sarah. You got to step it up. I'm trying. I'm trying. It takes me a second to get the, you know, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin were the first two men in the entire world to do what? Domino. I think it was Sarah. Really? Uh, land on the moon. Correct. Question number five. The Statue of Liberty was a gift from where? Domino. France. Correct. Number six. What city in the world was the first to be attacked by an atomic bomb? Domino. Uh, I'm gonna say Hiroshima. I'm not sure if it's Hiroshima or Nagasaki. Final answer? I'm gonna say Hiroshima. Correct. Hey, let's go. What did colonists dump into Boston Harbor? Domino. Sarah? Tea. Correct. Yeah, Boston Tea Party. Number eight. Which tool is used to estimate the likelihood of certain genetic outcomes? Domino. Okay. Punnett square. Correct. Also, I feel like I did not learn that in grade five. Like, I wouldn't have known that no. in grade five. Yeah. No. And I That's feel like the basic, like, I, I feel know like, anything. That's I feel like this is like an American quiz. Yeah. It definitely is. It so, definitely is. are they smarter than us? That's, no, I, don't I think know. I learned, no. I think I learned Punnett squares and. Grade, like grade 10 or 11. Yeah, grade 10, I was well, say. I remember I learned it in... No, actually, I did learn it at that at that age. Um, really? At the Giles School, I remember, yeah. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't really work with them, but we kind of talked about them. Because I remember we were watching this, like, cartoon science show. I forget what it was called. There was, like, a guy and a robot. I want to say it was, like, something in Mobius. I don't know. I can't remember. But... They talked about Punnett squares and genetics and how like that that guy something Mandel I want to say um came up with it from doing Howie Mandel with, <laughs> no, with um with with pea King plants. Geneticist. Yeah. You know Howie Mandel went to high school. Oh really? really? Yeah, briefly. I think he was only there for a couple months, and then somehow he pulled a prank to get roofers to redo the roof, and apparently like they did half the roof and then the principal was like, wait, you actually shouldn't be here. Like, you're not supposed to be doing this route. And I don't know, that was a, the prank that got him expelled, expelled from the school. 
There you go. That's so funny. Yeah. So do you go bald in solidarity with your alarm? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, everyone who tries to get the roof done and fails, I just do whatever they do. And only one person has done it, so I just shave my head. Yes. Do you know how Mandel's actually a huge germaphobe? Yeah. Really? Have you seen those videos where it's like he like won't go into other people's houses and like refuses to like do a whole bunch of stuff because he's just a huge germaphobe and like won't. Well, there was that. Like, um, they did a little skit at the beginning of the pandemic where Howie Mandel was just like hiding under his bed away from everybody because he didn't want to get sick. There you go. Yeah. Just you know, connecting back to our phobia quiz. Yeah, exactly. I don't think germophobia is a real phobia though. Sounds fake. Sounds fake. Someone made that up. Yeah. I don't know if that's the legit name for it, but I probably. Germophobia. So. Yeah. Probably. Last. Are you smarter than a fifth grader question? I wish I got more of these. These ones are kind of fun. But yeah. All right. Last one. If you fly from the Los from Los Angeles to Australia, what ocean do you cross? Domino. Oh, crap. Sarah. The Atlantic. The yeah. The Atlantic. Incorrect. No. The Pacific. Yeah, because you go across the other way. Because you're going the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Pacific. It was the Pacific. I don't think I can give anyone that I'm looking at like a map. That's okay. (laughs) It's fine. I still won. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so Nathaniel's been dominating the whole game. Let's get into some Taylor Swift so we can... uh... All right. So we can even hopefully it out a reclaim. Bit. I don't know. Taylor oh, Swift. I hope. The last this would be embarrassing if I lose the moment that everybody's been waiting for. I think we're all talking at the same time. That's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I'm gonna go in order first, and then if it's too easy, I'm just gonna skip around to see. I mean, it's not like I would know what the hardest one is, but I'll gauge. <laughs> Okay. I think Nathaniel's probably got more like general Taylor Swift knowledge of like her Her life. Her like life and like what year did Taylor Swift perform Cornelia Street Live at whatever? Oh. And you would know that. It's probably twenty nineteen. But, <laughs> but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. So, let's go. Okay. What was the title of Taylor's first album? Domino. Domino. Ooh. That was tough. I think it was Sarah, though. What? Taylor Swift. Okay. It is correct. Taylor Swift's self-titled debut album in 2006 peaked after, or sorry, peaked at number five on the Billboard 200 and spent the most weeks on the chart in 2000s. All right. I think this is going to be an easy one if you guys are real fans. What is Taylor Swift's middle name? Domino. All right. Allison. Correct. Sarah, you didn't even know that one? What's going on? I knew it, but I wasn't sure and I wasn't going to embarrass myself. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. What famous rapper interrupted Taylor Swift's speech? Domino. You didn't even let him finish the question. Kanye West. Correct. I would have gotten that, by the way. I'm getting my points where I can, Nathaniel. I'm uh, (laughs) I'm not losing another one. All right. You guys want to keep track of your own scores because... Yeah, yeah, Sarah's yeah. Sarah's two on one. Okay, question number four: Who did Taylor write? We are never ever ever Domino. Sorry, Domino. never getting back together. Ugh, sorry, don't even know the song name. Anyway, uh, Nathaniel. Jake Gyllenhaal. Correct. Jake Gyllenhaal Jake reportedly Gyllenhaal. spent one hundred sixty thousand. One 
160000 to have Taylor flown over on a private jet for a date. He later broke Damn. up with her via text message. Ouch. That sounds pretty on brand. Yeah. Ouch. You know what she says, it's supposed to be fun turning 21. Yeah. In what song does Taylor sing? Because the player's gonna play, 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 play. Domino. Domino. Nathaniel. Shake it off. All right. No wrong answer so far. Okay, I know this next question, or the answer for this one, so that one's uh, right off. Um... Which of Taylor's songs earned her a Guinness World Record for fastest-selling digital single? Oh. Ooh, got you guys stumped here. Domino? Okay. I'm gonna say Blank Space. Not even on here as an option. Oh, shit. D- blank Space was, like, was so big in... in... Uh, 2014, so that's what I thought. Is it older than Blank Space? He doesn't know. He has no idea. I cannot tell you. There's options on there? There's options? I could give you options if you'd like. Sure. Yeah. Okay, option number one. Okay, and you... Oh, actually, actually, wait, can I try again without the options? Should we let him, Sarah? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Go for it. I'm gonna say you belong with me. Incorrect. That's a solid answer. Crap! Alright, now you have to wait for all the options all the to options. be heard. And Sarah picks first because you already guessed. Yeah, okay, sure. Does. We are never ever getting back together. Shake mm-hmm. it off and mine. What was the question? The first the one her. First... Which of Taylor's songs earned her a Guinness World Record for fastest selling digital single? I think we're never ever getting back together because I feel like mine would have come out too early for it to be like that popular on. Yeah. You're correct. A. You're correct. Yeah, no, really. I, I would have guessed Shake It Off. We are never ever getting back together earned her a Guinness World Record when it climbed to number one on the iTunes single sales chart just 50 minutes after it was released. Jeez. Yeah. Well, you know, there was, before uh, 1989 was released, I think, I forget which song uh, was supposedly leaked. I, th- I want to say it was Style, but I might be wrong. Um, but it wasn't actually the song. It was like just 20 seconds of silence or something like that. And then it reached number one in on the iTunes charts. <laughs> that's power. Yeah, that's, that's how power. you know you've made it. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Taylor was a spokesperson for what NHL team? Domino? Can I even think of NHL teams? Uh, I know all the Domino. NHL teams and I have no idea. I feel like it would have to be the National Predators. Because Correct. She's Damn, yeah. I didn't even know that was an NHL team. <laughs> there you go, there you go. So I think it's 4-3 for Sarah. Yeah. Close game. Taylor not only served as a spokesperson for the NHL's Nashville Predators, but once distracted opposing player Patrick Kane, allowing the Predators to score a goal. Go off, Queen. Okay. All right. We'll throw you this one. I think this one will be an easy one. What was the lead single on Taylor Swift's debut album? Domino? No. 
Tim slower, McGraw. Slower response than I thought. Oh, it is Tim McGraw. Swift wrote Tim McGraw during her freshman year of high school, knowing that she and her senior boyfriend, bonus points if you get his name. Drew. No. Shit. Her boyfriend when she wrote Taylor Swift. I have no idea. Nothing to fail? Uh, well, I already said one, okay. but um, I, I'd... In high school? What? Whose name did she say in Teardrops on My Guitar? Drew. That's Drew. why I said Drew. Yeah. Um, and also, on an Ellen interview, she said her first kiss was with her high school boyfriend, Drew. So that's why I thought. <laughs> but that's not. It is Mr. Brandon Borello. And they would break up at the end of the year when they left for college. When he left for college. Imagine, you're Brandon Borello, okay? Yeah. You dated freshman taylor swift when you were whatever 17 you're looking at life now miserable you've got to be yeah right? for sure <laughs> you've got to be for sure you brandon, kickstarted her whole career brandon borello no if you are out there listening to this we feel for you man <laughs> it's Not tough really, it's tough out here next question in what song does taylor sing He's got one hand feel on the steering wheel, the other on my heart. Domino. Nathaniel. Um, our song? Correct. Swift composed our song for a high school talent show about a boyfriend who she did not have a song with. Hmm. How many high school boyfriends did she have? The real question is how many cats does she have now? She has three. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's not uh, a real question <laughs> even though you said it was the real question yeah <laughs> okay <fair. laughs> um okay i know the answer to this one so i'm not gonna answer i'm not gonna ask it um what song earned taylor a best lyrics award at the 2015 iheart radio music awards 2015 domino domino Nathaniel? Best lyrics? It would have to be a single from 1989, so I would say style. Incorrect. Sarah. Crap. From 1989. I'm gonna say... Um, Welcome to New York. Incorrect. I will read all the options. Okay. Highway Don't Care. Shake it off, blank space, or bad blood? Domino. Nathaniel. I'm going to say blank space. Yeah. Correct. Blank space is an electro pop song with lyrics that satirize. Satirize? How do you pronounce that? Satirize? <laughs> yeah. The, the media's perception of Swift and her relationships. I also, when How I. I don't care, I forgot about that. When I read. When I saw Bad Blood, when I first looked at it, I don't know why, but it just looked like Dad Bod. Dad Bod. Getting her a lyric award for that one. Yeah. So I think it's 6-4 for me. Yeah, you've definitely taken the lead recently. <laughs> Where did Taylor move at the age of 14? Domino. Nathaniel. Nashville. Correct. Born and raised in, in where? I was going to tell you, but... Reading, Pennsylvania. Okay, didn't even say Reading, it just says Pennsylvania, so good for you. 
uh, born and raised tree farm. in Pennsylvania, <laughs> Swift moved to Nashville, Tennessee at the age of 14 to pursue a career in country music. Country music, wow. eh? Imagine picking up your life and moving across the country for your kids' music. Yeah. Shows you, you have a child. lot of, yeah, a lot of confidence in your kid. Yeah. That's good for them. Seems to have worked out all right. You know who it didn't work out for? Brandon. Brandon. Poor, <laughs> yeah. Poor Brandon Bamello or whatever his name was. I was going to say, don't remember his last yeah, name. So. Forgot his name already. What record label did Taylor Swift first sign with? I don't know that. Domino. Go. So this is kind of a tricky question because she was with this one record label for a little bit, um, but they hadn't actually like um, com- fully committed to her like releasing a record. So then she decided to leave. Um, which is like a bold move. And then she went to Big Machine. I don't know what the first record label was, but I'm going to say Big Machine. Correct. Big Machine. Hey, let's go. At an industry Plus showcase. Plus a little bit of history on that. Yeah. yeah. At an industry showcase at Nashville's Bluebird Cafe in 2005, Swift caught the attention of Scott Borchetta, a DreamWorks Records executive who was preparing to form his own independent record label, Big Machine Records. She became one of the first signings, and her father purchased a 3% stake in the fledging company at an estimated cost of $120,000. Yep. We don't like Scott anymore. We don't? No. Okay. Uh, not for the past few years. All right. We don't like Scott. A little bit of drama there. You you know what's up, right, Sarah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, with, like, because she doesn't own the, the, the rights to her master recordings, um, and that's because of the contract she signed with Scott when she was like 16 or 15. And Next Scott question. sold it to, to some guy that she doesn't, that she really didn't want sold it to, but then he did it anyway. Good night to everyone except Scooter Braun. Exactly. Anyway, next question. There's some bad blood there. Mm-hmm. There's some dad bod. <laughs> Okay. Got a dad bod, baby. Taylor promoted her debut album by performing as the opening act for what singer? Brad Paisley, Tim McGraw, George Strait, or all of the above? Domino. Sarah. Tim McGraw. Eh. Domino. What was the question? Nathaniel. Brad Paisley. Eh. Taylor promoted her debut album by performing as the opening act for what singer? Brad Paisley. Tim McGraw, George Strait, or all of these? All of the above. Correct. Swift promoted the album by performing on tour as the opening act for artists such as Rascal Flatts, George Strait, Brad Paisley, Tim McGraw, and Faith Hill. I knew that she did something with Brad Paisley. That's why I said that. I, I knew she did something with Tim McGraw. <laughs> okay, yeah. Or something? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, she did, a, she did a song with Tim McGraw, but that came much later. Yeah, I but I know, care. like, when she, because uh, when Tim McGraw came out. The song, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah sorry, yeah. I don't think Tim McGraw's come out. <laughs> married to Faith Hill, but. Anyway, next question. These are the last five questions. Oh, boy, okay. How many singles were released from Taylor's first album? <sighs> Domino. Domino. I think that was Nathaniel, but I kind of zoned out there. I'm pretty okay, sure it's So I Okay, okay, okay. So there's Tim McGraw, there was our song, there was oh, crap, what else was? If there? you're busting in, you're right. that. Yeah, it's Sarah. Right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four. So four, 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 four. Nope. It's Sarah go. 
I'm gonna say four. Hey, you still four wait. is not an option. Three. Five. Okay, we'll we'll go for three. It is incorrect. There's one, five, and seven left on the board. Five. 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 Five singles. Five singles yeah. is correct. I don't know who got that. But... I don't think either of us really. Yeah, that, that, that one's a that one's a write off. Okay. All right. In what song does Taylor sing, I guess you didn't care, and I guess I like that? Domino. Sarah. Um, Trouble. I knew you were trouble. I knew you were trouble. Yeah, I knew you were trouble. I knew you were trouble. <laughs> Correct, yes. Taylor's first brought... Uh, Taylor's... I was going to say Taylor's first podcast, but it says Taylor's first broadcast performance broadcast. of Tim McGraw was on what show? Is it multiple choice? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll read Domino. the options. Domino. Oh, Sarah. Need it. Oh, you're going to read the options? Yeah. Go ahead. Unless, unless you want to... Do you want me to read it? I'm going to say the Billboard Music Awards. Uh, that is not an option. That's not an option. I don't think I have no idea. Because it was when she was a country artist. Yeah. All right. I should know it then. Yeah. Andrew's a country fan. Are you? Yeah. Calgary boy now. Exactly. All right. What What are the right. What are the options? What are the I options? Think I've got, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Okay, Sarah, go. You pit, no go do the options, but I. Oh, I'm okay. Confident now. Saturday Night Live, Good Morning America, America's Got Talent, and the Megan Mullally Show. Domino. Sarah. Good Morning America. Correct. Swift's first broadcast performance of tim mcgraw was on october 24 2006 on good morning america i should have known she announces so much stuff on good morning america you slipped yeah we've got to be tied now right uh i want to say it's either eight six or eight seven in what song does taylor sing we're happy free confused and lonely at the same time sarah uh 22 yeah 22 peaked at 20 on the billboard hot 100 becoming the sixth single from red to hit the top 20 all right so are you guys tied right now sure we'll say we're tied yeah lot winner takes all on this last one here okay. we go okay okay what is taylor swift's favorite color domino <laughs> all right nathaniel uh you have to go red incorrect what? <laughs> purple? Yes, correct. It's purple. Hey! Oh, crap. Although her That's album so is titled Red, Taylor revealed on the Ellen DeGeneres show that her favorite color is actually purple. Damn. Wow. Dang. Sarah's the winner. Big She's the true Sarah. fan. And Let's just go. for winning, we're going to give you two tickets to the next Taylor Swift concert. Just kidding. Announced in twenty twenty five. Just kidding. We don't have the budget for that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. But if um, Taylor Nation wants to sponsor us and you know send us over to be part of Taylor's secret sessions, I'm not More opposed. Nathaniel will be sending a GoFundMe to purchase <laughs> the tickets in the link of this um, podcast episode. I'll description. Also not be doing that. <laughs> 
All right. Well, that concludes all of my questions that I've prepared today. Thank you for joining us on this trivia episode. Um, Sarah, it's been great to have you. Nathaniel, thanks for joining. And that concludes our episode of Another Brother Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next week.